Hello and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club, the place investors go to gain actionable advice, learn about current market trends, and hear war stories from other professional investors out there in the field today. Before we get started, I have two quick housekeeping items to cover. First, if you like the episode, we would very much appreciate a like, subscribe, and share. It is the best way to support the show and keep it running. Second, if you are a new investor looking to get started in real estate or an experienced investor looking to take your investing to the next level, we created an ebook for you that will cover how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance those deals with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. On top of that, I throw in an insane amount of free bonuses that you'll have access to once you buy the ebook. All we charge is our admin cost to keep the show running. So, if you're serious about real estate investing and want to create both active and passive income as an investor, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com and click on the button that says get the ebook to grab yourself a copy today. So with that said, let's dive right in. Today we have a very special guest with us ready to drop some investor knowledge on you. So buckle up, grab your pen and paper and enjoy the ride. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club Deal Review. Today we have with us Adam Riddle. Adam was on a full episode just recently, so look back in history if you want to see more of what Adam has to say. Um, again, to give you guys a reminder of what Deal Review is, we go through a specific deal that these investors find, how they found it, how they financed it, how they added value to the deal, and how they exited the deal. Um, so Adam will go through the details here. Adam, where was this property that, you, uh, that you're talking about? So the property is in uh, Edgewater, Colorado, which is kind of a small little community on the western side of the Denver metro area. Awesome. And what uh, what kind of drew you guys to this property in the first place? Um, we were coming up in a 1031 exchange, so just kind of out and about. And, and I use uh, years of broker relationships as well and um, reaching out and the property was uh, being listed by another uh, company in town and it had recently fallen out of contract. And uh, I think the, the community of uh, Edgewater is a, is a nice little kind of bedroom community right outside of the kind of Denver proper. And um, it was a property that needed to close quickly and had needed a lot of work. So it, it took a lot of people out of, kind of commission that way. Awesome. And how did you actually find this deal? How did it uh, come onto your plate? Um, I had reached out to the to the listing agent um, when it came on the market, and they had put it under contract fairly quickly, and just kind of said, "Hey, we'd love to take a take a run at it if that doesn't work out." And um, I got a call, and um, somebody had fallen out of contract, and there was some timing that they needed to get something done by the end of uh, I think it was they needed to close by the end of the year, and it was uh, not an easy deal to get financed, so. Um, yeah, we, I think we got it done in 45 days. Um, so got it done pretty quick. I love it. Timing is everything. It's amazing. If you just hit, hit the, I don't know what the phrase is, but if you get timing right, then, uh, then it all works out. Um, next question is how you finance it. How'd you guys uh, go about taking this down? Um, that was the biggest challenge of the deal. And I think, um, a reason a lot of people, uh, probably shied away from it was, um, it only had one tenant. Um, so it was actually three residential over three retail. So it was mixed use property and it had one tenant and was in pretty bad uh, disrepair. So we ended up going to 
a local bank that we had a relationship with um, and ended up financing it uh, with them and uh, getting some construction financing thrown into that as well so we could go uh, fix the property back up. And they were able to execute that very well and on a very quick time frame. Um, so having uh, having that previous relationship, that would have uh, not happened if we were to gone to some new lender that we didn't know and didn't have that relationship with. Yep. And local banks, I have found, in my opinion, are the ones to go with, especially when it's t- when it comes to difficult deals. Uh, mm-hmm. National banks are difficult on the difficult deals. Local banks, uh, they'll work with you. So that is awesome. Um, next question going on to how you added the added value to the deal. What you guys do once you actually got it under under contract or closed up? Yeah, so after we purchased it, um, the upstairs apartments were, um, I mean, pretty rough. Um, so they they had not uh, they had been occupied, but somebody tried to start a renovation. So like half half the floors were done, and they weren't done very well. And so we had to go in and essentially uh, we had two choices: go in and almost gut it, or go in and um, you know do what we need to do to get them nice and rentable. Um, we chose to do just kind of make them nice and rentable versus uh, gutting them because there was a significant amount of work that needed to be done on the retail portion as well. Um, so we ended up uh, getting those kind of flipped uh, fairly quickly with uh, just basic renovations, um, did a, a new windows, did a, a coating on the roof, uh, painted the exterior, and then we went in and uh, had to lease two retail units. And so going through that and, you know, retail is always an interesting thing because you've got to think a lot more. It's not just about your lease rate. It's, you know, are you offering tenant improvement allowances? Um, you've got to pay typically a broker to lease it. Um, so a lot of costs associated with leasing up retail space and it usually sits for a lot longer than apartments do. So we kind of put our time and energy and effort into that. And then we had two back staircases that go up to the residential that were both falling apart and the city had already flagged uh, the, the property for. Um, so we you know, met with the city and tried to get on top of those as quickly as possible. Not only because the city wanted it done, but I mean, it was a hazard. It was, they were in pretty rough shape. So um, we got those finished as quick as we could. And so now it's kind of all good these days. Perfect. I love it. So it sounded like this, uh, it... It was pretty rough. You guys didn't have to go down to the studs, but you did have to do quite a bit of repairs on this to get it up to um, to rent ready condition. Um, so that kind of goes to how did you exit it? Have, have, do you guys still own this today, or or have you already sold it off? Uh, we still own it. Um, we were talking about doing something this year with it. Um, one, uh, actually, a couple of tenants needed some uh, retail tenants. One was a barber shop, so obviously their business got shut down. So. Our financial trailing financials look a little uh, off for a few months, so probably hold it another six months, continue to stabilize it. But uh, on a stabilized or stabilized rent roll uh, and PL, um, it looks like we'll, we'll exit for hopefully a pretty good profit. So we'll see. Awesome. I'll cross my fingers for you. Um, and now it's time to go into the numbers. So, what'd you buy it for? What'd you put into it? Um, and what is your pro forma getting out of it? <sighs> All great questions. Um, I think we bought it for about one six five. Um, we ended up with about I think a hundred thousand uh, dollars invested. Um, I think we will exit around two 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 three is the hope. 
Not bad, not bad. One six and one hundred thousand is actually less than I would uh, expect, considering. Um, I'm assuming your guys' uh, construction costs out there are, are similar to ours out here in Seattle. So that's uh, that's not too bad. That sounds like a, a solid deal. Yeah, we got we got more money because uh, we didn't know if we were going to do um, the the units. The, if we would have done the units the the way we originally thought we would have done it, that would have been probably substantially more. But the, the retail units that is. Um, but just kind of going up the, the cleanup and get a nice rentable route, uh, ended up, uh, ended up spending a lot less than we originally budgeted. Awesome. Well, Hey, uh, thank you again for hopping on, going through your deal. We appreciate it. So do the people listening and watching. Um, if you guys want to check out again, if you want to check out Adam's full episode, look in the history, it should be the last episode that was released or within the last three episodes. So Check that out. Other than that, thank you guys for hopping on the show again. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and were able to pull some actionable advice that you can go home with and apply to your own investing business. Before you go, I have a gift for you. If you're a new investor looking to get started or an established investor looking to take your business to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you available on the website. This ebook will cover how I was able to create both active and passive income in real estate with very little money to start with. In it, I will address the three most often cited obstacles new and veteran investors run into by showing you how to find a deal that's actually a deal, how to finance that deal with little to no money down, and how to exit a deal for maximum value. And if you get the ebook today, I'm going to bury you in bonuses, seven of them to be exact. First, you'll get the off-market lead generation blueprint, which will take you through the exact systems and processes we use to generate off-market leads like clockwork, which is the most important skill when it comes to creating real wealth in real estate. Then you'll get the A to Z REI systems and vendors guide, which will allow you to peek under the hood of our business and see the exact tools and systems and even the vendors we use to grow our business. After that, you will get the top 100 best performing keywords pack, which will give you the exact keywords we use to target leads online and generate leads without having to lift a finger. Next, you'll get the contracts bundle for wholesaling and renting real estate, which will give you access to all of the contracts we use in the field to execute all types of transactions. After that, you'll get the investor's quick analysis calculator and offer tool, which will allow you to quickly calculate whether a deal is an actual deal and will allow you to create an offer automatically from those calculations. Next up, we'll give you the Investor's Daily Success Tracker, which is a tracker you can use to ensure you are taking the right actions day in and day out to reach your financial goals in real estate. And finally, you will get the Wholesaler's Template for Quick Assignment Cash, which will give you the templates we use to present our wholesale deals professionally and efficiently to our buyers. I know that is a ton of things to say. I'm glad you were able to stick with it. Uh, so you'll get both the ebook and all of those seven free bonuses. When you download the ebook today, all we charge is the admin cost to run the show. So if you are interested in the ebook and the bonus bundle, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com. Click on get the ebook bundle at the top of the page and take advantage of that deal. With that housekeeping item covered, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day and even better week. Keep rocking real estate and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.
All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make. If you're interested in becoming a passive investor in one of my deals, my own company, Kaizen Properties, is looking for capital partners for our upcoming projects. We invest in what are known as recession-resistant assets, mainly self-storage facilities, mobile home and RV parks, and industrial properties. If you're interested in investing and would like to learn a little bit more about my company, our investing criteria, and some of the previous projects we've done, go to the Real Estate Investing Club podcast at therealestateinvestingclub.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, click on the Invest With Us button. That'll pop up the investor form, fill that out, and we will reach back out to you as soon as we can. Or if you prefer a little bit more of a personal touch, you can reach out to me at gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com. So really, that is it. Again, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys during this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.